Magic and Medicine, a monthly podcast where we explore the realms of magic, medicine, and the liminal space in between. I am your host, Sarah Rain, and thank you for joining me where the magic happens. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Magic and Medicine. I am very happy to be here with you all. I know that this episode is late. Thank you for your patience and your perseverance and your dedication to listening. It has been a hectic time for me, y'all, so it just took me a little bit to get to recording. Um, (laughs) This is life, right? I am recording this on June 7th on the first quarter moon in Virgo, wherein I get my shit together and I share the monthly magic and medicine for you all. So I hope you are well. I hope that June is treating you well already. I hope that Gemini season is fun. I hope you survived Mercury retrograde. I hope that the sun is shining wherever you are, if that's what you want. And if not, I hope you have some nice, cool cloud cover any way you like it. All right. So for those who are new to the show, my name is Sarah Rain. This is Magic and Medicine. This is our Magic of the Month episode that we do every month, usually on the first of the month. And Uh, Today, I'll let you know what's going on. Um, So in a moment, I am going to share some updates about what's going on this month with me, ways that you can work with me. After that, I will talk about the vibes of the month, talk about the major astrology of the month, take a super quick break for our sponsor, and then I'll share a collective tarot reading for the month of June. And we will finish up today's episode with a super cute little (laughs) rhyming poem that I wrote for June. Uh, Yeah, so here we are. June, 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 June. Love it. Okay, so in terms of the updates, I guess I'm in a little bit of an irreverent mood today. I think that might be good for the recording. So today, this month in June, um, I have a few things going on Um, here in Portland, Oregon, where I live. I am teaching Reiki level two this weekend, June 11th and 12th. Um, That will be the last Reiki training I offer until the fall. So if you're interested in Reiki two, you're welcome to take the leap. If you're interested in learning Reiki from the beginning, um, I'll be offering my next Reiki one course uh, in the fall. And there is a wait list on the Firebird website for that already. So Reiki two is happening. And then excitingly, We're almost at summer solstice, y'all, and so I'll be hosting a summer solstice ceremony and celebration on Sunday, June 19th at Earthspace PDX. Um, It will be part magic, part ceremony, 
part healing, lots of fun. Um, there'll be a fire, there'll be snacks. <laughs> And you're welcome to bring snacks to share as well. Um, and this will be my last event that I do before I take a little break from work for my wedding, which is coming up on July 3rd, just so you know. So, um, yep. So just to recap here in Portland, Reiki 2 and Summer Solstice coming up. So for my online dear ones, for those near and far, wherever you are, I have a few things for you. Um, the first is that I actually have been <laughs> planning a secret enrollment for Magic Maker's Coven. Um, and if you're not familiar with Magic Maker's Coven, it is my signature online membership group. Um, it's a really, really beautiful and supportive space. We meet online every month for new moon circles. We meet for uh, mastermind style accountability meetings, goals meetings. Um, we do other fun stuff like craft night and divination night, and it's all on Zoom, so it's accessible for anyone anywhere in the world. Um, and then in between, we have a Discord group where I do weekly tarot polls and discussion questions, and we check in about our goals, and we talk about our feelings, and we celebrate our wins, and we share our creations, and it's really just a you know, a portal for connection of, you know, like-minded, witchy, woo-woo, or spiritual folks. Um, you don't have to be a witch to participate. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to participate. Um, it's really open to any people who are either practice or are curious about um, spirituality and magic and or magic um, and or, you know, self-development <laughs> and being human. So that kind of casts a wide net. But if, if any of that sounds resonant for you, I definitely invite you to check it out. Um, I'm only there are only five spots available um, and I'm only opening up enrollment to folks who are on the wait list. Uh, so if you're curious, I encourage you to join the wait list over at firebirdhealingarts.com. Enrollment will open on June 14th on the full moon um, in Sagittarius. Yeah. And it will close on June 21st or June, yeah, June 21st, which is summer solstice. And that's also the day that I'll be letting the new members into the group. Um, and so it's a the second half of the program so it'll be three months from summer solstice until fall equinox that this membership or this uh participation is for so if you've been curious about magic makers coven hop on over to the website get yourself on the wait list and you will have a chance to join and snag one of those five super exclusive spots okay last two more updates. Um, this one is a gift for you. And this is my little, uh, you know, when people like fuck up in relationships, sometimes they like send flowers, even though it's kind of like stereotypical. It's like a gesture. So these are my flowers for you for this episode being late. Um, I am offering only to listeners of the show. So basically only if you're listening to this right now, I am offering a discount on one-on-one -on -one sessions with me um, through the end of June. So if you'd like to book a Reiki session or tarot reading or sound healing either in Portland or online, um, you can use this discount code for that. So the discount code is June22. That's J-U-N-E-2-2. That is a discount code, all one word. Um, and again, you can book those sessions on firebirdhealingarts.com or on my website sararain.com 
and uh, it's a 22% discount on any of those sessions. And so this code is only valid through the end of June. You don't have to book a session in June, um, but you have to make your booking before the end of the month in order to use this discount. So if you're hearing this and if you've been thinking about working with me or if you're already a client of mine and you've been thinking about coming back, um, I encourage and welcome you to use this sweet little discount that is my my flowers to you. <laughs> so last update and then we'll get into the vibes. So exciting news. We are going to have a new special correspondent uh, for Magic and Medicine for our monthly episodes beginning next month for July. I'm not going to tell you who yet. I'm going to keep it a surprise, but they may or may not have been on the show. They may or may not be my witchy internet BFF, and maybe you know who I'm talking about, and if you do, you get a gold star, Um, and if not, prepare to be surprised next month. So I'm super excited. It's going to bring a lot of enrichment uh, to the episodes, to the monthly episodes, and I think that you're all going to really love it. So excited. Look out for that next month. All right. So moving on to the vibes of the month and again if you're new here um these are basically like as I sit down to do the tarot reading you know in front of my altar I I channel through vibes for the month that come through my intuitive channel and of course anything that I you know share on this podcast whether it's the vibes or anything else you know you're welcome to take whatever works for you and leave what doesn't I am not meant to be predicting or controlling your life. I am intending to offer resources to support you if they feel supported for you. All right. So the name of this episode is A World of Possibility. World of Possibility. We're in Gemini season. Things feel exciting, spicy, (laughs) possible. Mercury went direct. That's pretty great. Um, Yeah, I'll talk about the astrology in a second. So the first vibe of the month is open to possibility. So open to possibility, what this means to me is just the more, you know, the more curious that we can become in our disposition towards the world, in our, you know, how we are facing our reality, what we're believing about our reality, the more curious and open-minded that we can become, the more we're able to kind of like widen our perspective and, you know, see all of the possibilities that may or may not be there. So when we're kind of like, you know, narrow and fixed in our in our vision or the way that we're approaching or looking at the world, we're likely only to see that which we already believe to be true, that which we expect, that which we are used to, that which we are, you know, involved in patterns or cycles of. Um, When we become curious and open our perspective, um, we are able to open to possibility. And sometimes those possibilities can be really great. Sometimes they, you know, aren't. Not all possibilities, not all things that we try or experiment with are you know, are great, um, but we're, we're never going to know <laughs> about that unless we, unless we try, unless we're curious, unless we kind of experiment. Um, yeah, so open to possibility, you know, if, of course, if that feels inviting to you, that, that invitation is there. Next vibe of the month um, is everything is illuminated. So for me, this is, I think, 
Yeah, I think this is speaking to, you know, the literal, the light that keeps on growing. And we will have like our summer solstice this month, which is the longest day of the year, the day when the the sun is the strongest, um, when the most light is cast. So we have been in this, you know, waxing period as far as the, the light, the daylight and the sun. Um, it's been growing ever since the winter solstice back um, on December 21st. So, you know, we're reaching this this zenith or this pinnacle of illumination here um, on the 21st on the summer solstice when cancer season begins later this month. So just, you know, being aware of that. And once again, like, you know, not all possibilities are positive. Not all illuminations are necessarily positive, um, but they really can be. And, you know, whether or not whether or not things being illuminated for you, you know, feels positive or feels fun in in the moment, um, I think that no matter what, it is, you know, beneficial <laughs> to be able to see everything that you want or need to see or, you know, really to be able to see everything that is there anyway. You know, things don't go away just because we don't look at them or because we push them into our shadows or because, you know, what whatnot. So I think that this energy of things kind of coming to the surface, um, kind of revelations, uh, is helpful and helps to, you know, to push us into growth and evolution, or at least to push us into informed decision making. Um, and I think that this also speaks to, yeah, Mercury going direct, you know, things can kind of come to some kind of resolution. And then so Mercury went direct on last Friday. And then the next day after that, uh, Saturn <laughs> went retrograde for basically the whole summer. Um, so we've had this kind of flip-flop of like, I guess, you know, more the mundane kind of, you know, moving parts and communication and, and those kind of things that Mercury gets jumbled up, like might seem to be making more sense now. Um, but then Saturn is coming in with this retrograde and coming in with these like real big, real big lessons and kind of like also potentially shining a light on you know, what isn't working for you in terms of like structures and systems and foundations and rules and all of those like pretty like heavy and intense like Saturnian things. So, you know, just keeping that in mind as well for this vibe. <laughs> the next vibe is a world of wonder. You know, I think this speaks to, you know, definitely to that Gemini, you know, curiosity and kind of lust for life kind of thing <laughs> that they have going on um and I also like I wrote separately on here like in terms of all of this kind of like amusement park vibes meaning that like you know you get to choose what to engage with this month and if you do you know follow your curiosity you do have a chance to engage in something that is unique or that is new to you or that is like super pleasurable to you like there's you know and again you know as I said like not everything is positive but it, it there are these wonders around us and like you know they're here all the time but this month you're being especially invited to like engage with the wonder of the world and engage with like wow like this life is a fucking miracle and there's also like synchronicity flowing through it all so like how can I you know how can I engage with that synchronicity how can I be curious about it how can I open myself to you know 
not only like the fun and the pleasure of like interacting with my world, but also the the kind of wonder and the reverence and also, yeah, the magic of it. <laughs> um, the next vibe is play as a gateway. Yeah, so play as a gateway to me is like, I think that in terms of like the ways, you know, I was talking earlier about, you know, the ways that if we have like a fixed gaze or a fixed perspective, we might miss what happens when we zoom out. Similarly, if we're only in, you know, one mode, which is like survival mode in like late stage capitalism or whatnot, however you identify with your efforts, um, we're only fucking working all the time and just working and surviving and, and doing our laundry and just doing all this mundane stuff like that is what our life is going to be and and there's not necessarily a lot of room for curiosity or change or possibility like within just staying in the exact same routine you know all the time when we introduce play and by play I mean you know it, it could really mean anything it could definitely mean like you know fun sports like tennis it could mean board games it could mean like letting yourself like draw or sing or dance or be silly it could mean like you know playing with kids like if that's not something that's part of your mundane existence already um or if, even if it is like allowing that play like allowing yourself not to play as like oh I have to play with my child or this child that I take care of in order to you know entertain them but like allowing yourself to actually like sink into the pleasure of playing for your own reasons and for your own purposes and for your own inner child that still lives within you that is still you know very very much alive and kind of needs play and so when we open ourselves to play whatever that means for you um we give our you know our our big thinking like logical adult brains a little break and when we give that part of us a little break sometimes there are you know subconscious shifts or revelations that could happen or again like new perspectives that can happen that can end up you know benefiting us in the long term um, but we have to like let go a little bit and like be a little bit silly and irreverent um, in order to to bring in that that new element that unknown element that can you know be beneficial for us um, similarly uh, next vibe is take a walk on the wild side um, so take a walk on the wild side is you know <laughs> just just do it you know like we're, we're working with like you know not only the um, you know, weather improving and like, you know, the ability to be outside more, um, but also that kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, Gemini, Geminis can be, you know, impulsive or unpredictable. Like sometimes they just do crazy shit and that's awesome, you know, and I'm obviously, we all know I'm a Sagittarius sun. Um, uh, so that's on the other side of the axis from Gemini. So I definitely, you know, resonate with their energy a lot. I find it rather <laughs> intoxicating. I love it. Um, so take a walk on the wild side is just like, take a risk. Like, it, you know, if, you know, if you want to, like, I'm not going to pressure you to take a risk. It's okay if you don't feel like it. Um, but just like, 
just do something a little bit out of your comfort zone. Like just push yourself like a little bit like to that growth edge. The growth edge is that sweet spot where you are technically outside of your comfort zone and maybe you're right on the edge of that zone and um, you get to try something and then when you find out that you know it's not scary or that you are capable of it it didn't kill you um, then that pushes your comfort zone and then allows you to keep on you know keep on expanding and expanding Okay, and so the last vibe is magic will lead the way. Magic will lead the way. So this is definitely just another call to, you know, lean into the synchronicity, to, you know, trust the universe to guide you, to communicate with you, um, and just, like, be curious and be open. Maybe try to, yeah, not have (laughs) expectations, but rather just, like, let the world, let the magic, let the medicine, let it all be revealed to you and, you know, follow, follow the path that opens for you and be curious about where it leads. Yeah. So those are the vibes. Um, overall, just like we're really leaning into curiosity. We're leaning into synchronicity. We are playing We are, you know, playing with our growth edge and we are enjoying life. That's our ideal. All right. So let's get into the astrology of the month. Um, Disclaimer, as always, I am not an astrologer. I am an astrology enthusiast um, and I really love working with astrology to guide my life, to know what the fuck is going on with the planets. Um... So I share the astro, you know, weather report here for you all so that you can have an idea as well and maybe just make some informed decisions this month. So we are in Gemini season right now, which means that the sun is in Gemini from May 20th until June 21st. So Gemini is the sign of the twins. Gemini is a mutable air sign. Some, you know, ruled by Mercury. Uh, The tarot card of Gemini is the lovers. And some qualities uh, generally uh, stereotypically associated with Gemini. Um, Yeah, because they are ruled by Mercury, because they're that mutable air energy, um, they can be like fast moving. um, They can be exciting. They can talk a lot. They can love to communicate. Um, they can be a little flirty. They can be, you know, intellectual. They love kind of seeking and talking about like, you know, knowledge, um, expanding knowledge. Um, they're super fun, curious. They can be a little gossipy. Um, they can be indecisive and they can also like, yeah, Geminis really have this like true ability, I think, I find to shape shift. So rather than like, you know, when I think about like the Libra, you know, idea of balance or of duality, I think more of like the idea of, you know, harmony um, and balance. When I think about Gemini duality, because again, we're talking about the sign of the twins, I more so think about kind of like polar opposites um, existing in one being in one energy like you know black and white like you know whatever any other diametrically opposed um things that you can think about so you know 
Geminis have this really, really um, impressive ability to shapeshift that can be a little bit jarring. Um, like, you know, you think that you know them and then all of a sudden they show you their other face and then you're like, oh my God, you have like a whole fucking other person in here. Um, so I just, you know, it can be uh, ungrounding for those of us who like to think that we can, you know, know what's going on in our world um, and can kind of predict <laughs> the people around us. Um, but I think it's a really beautiful thing. Um, so, but what that does mean is that like, because Gemini's, you know, hold these dualities, can do this shape-shifting, can be indecisive because like they truly kind of like, yeah, it's just like making a decision is like a whole, you know, whole being experience. Um, because of that, they can at times seem like unreliable potentially to people who are trying to rely on them and to try to put them into like a, a box, right? Um, so that's the kind of like, you know, one of the, the kind of shadow, I guess, sides of Gemini. Yeah. And then so on the 21st, which is also the summer solstice, we'll be moving from Gemini season into Cancer season, which means the sun is moving into Cancer uh, cancer is a cardinal water sign, sign of the crab, ruled by the chariot tarot card. Yeah, so cancers. Uh, cancers are known for being emotional, loving. They can be sweet and soft. They can be maternal. They can definitely be, you know, super sensitive. They can definitely be super intuitive and or psychic. Um, they can be homebodies. You know, the crab likes to stay in its shell. Um, they can be compassionate and then on the kind of shadow side they can be you know overbearing um, or moody and some cancers you know who don't use their powers for good you know can be emotionally manipulative but you didn't hear that here um, <laughs> for real though like I haven't always vibed with cancers but in the past couple years I've had some really 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 sweet and deep um friendships and you know business collaborations and different things um formed with cancers and it has really opened my eyes to and my heart to to the really beautiful tender cancer spirit which again like because it's tender you know it needs to protect itself which sometimes you know means uh bringing out the claws right um so that's kind of cancer energy. Uh, definitely, if you're like me, um, and AKA if you're a fire sign or, you know, just a sensitive human as I am, um, cancer season uh, and all the water sign seasons, but definitely cancer season takes the cake, um, is really emotional for me. I tend to cry a lot during cancer season and it, you know, it can be intense. So just like be aware that, the energy is going to be shifting on the solstice. The general cosmic energy um, will be shifting from that kind of lighthearted Gemini energy into little emotional cancer energy. Um, and of course, how this affects you in particular has to do with your astrological chart, any, you know, houses ruled by these signs, Gemini or cancer, and any planets that you have in Gemini or cancer. So, you know, that experience will really be unique for you but I am prepared to cry buckets in cancer season and that is okay so in terms of the other major planetary movements this month so our dear Mercury 
finally went direct in Taurus on June 3rd. Um, I think we're still technically in the kind of post shadow right now, but things should be getting back on track for you there if you had any <laughs> Mercury retro malfunctions. Um, Mercury will be moseying into Gemini on June 13th and staying in Gemini until July 5th. Venus is in Taurus for most of the month until June 22nd when she then moves into Gemini on June 22nd until July 17th. Mars is in Aries, rar, uh, from May 24th till July 5th. And Jupiter is in Aries. Jupiter's in Aries. That is what's happening right now. Saturn. Okay, so this is um, the big news this month. As I mentioned, on the 3rd, Mercury went direct. And then on the 4th of June, Saturn went retrograde in Aquarius. Um, Saturn has been in Aquarius since uh, December of 2020 when we had the Great Conjunction. Um, and so Saturn's been hanging out in Aquarius and now has gone retrograde on June 4th and is staying retrograde all the way until October 23rd. OMG is what I put on my notes. Um, so, you know, Saturn going retrograde, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, um, it's a really good opportunity to, you know, review your foundations, the systems and structures that hold you up the rules that you live by, um, who and what and why you put authority in, like who you allow to, you know, determine your life, um, whether that be, you know, external or internal. Um, yeah, Saturn retrograde is some deep, you know, deep lessons are possible. And they don't just have to do with like, you know, literal physical structures and things in the 3D world. It also has to do with like internal foundations. Um, so just be ready. Um, if there is, you know, if there are things that like aren't working for you in your life and you feel that you want to do some major interior <laughs> renovations, um, you know, I'm not talking about your house, although, you know, it's up to you if you want to renovate your house, but I'm talking about yourself. Um, if you want to do that, this is a good this is a good time. The energies are supportive. We will figure out, you know, Aquarius is all about like innovation as well. So we can definitely figure out innovative solutions to longstanding, you know, foundational structural issues that need to be corrected. Uh, finishing up these little planets, um, not so little, but Uranus is in Taurus. Neptune is in Pisces. Um, Neptune is going retrograde at the end of the month on June 28th and is going to stay retrograde all the way through the end of the year until December 3rd. Pluto is in Capricorn um, and is currently retrograde from April 29th till October 8th. In terms of our significant lunations this month, we have our full moon in Sagittarius on June 14th. And we have a new moon in Cancer on June 28th. And then, as I mentioned, we also have summer solstice on June 21st. Um, it's the longest day of the year. It's the um, 
yeah, it is the the time when the light is the strongest and it's pretty, pretty great. I encourage you to celebrate, feast, build a fire, come hang out with me in Portland for a summer solstice ceremony, do whatever feels aligned for you. All right, my dears. So that is it for our astro talk. Um, we are going to take a really quick break for the sponsor. And then when we get back, we'll have our collective tarot reading for the month of June. So stay tuned. All right. So we are going to get into our collective tarot reading for the month of June. So this month to honor the Gemini energy, um, we have four cards and I actually pulled from two different decks. Um, so I have my newest deck is called the Brady Tarot. Um, it's a really gorgeous deck with a lot of uh, like nature imagery, but it also has like a kind of like intense, dark <laughs> vibe, um, but I love it. And then uh, opposite of that, we have the Light Seers Tarot, which is a more, yeah, kind of like modern deck um, with a lot of bright colors and bright imagery. So we have two different vibes for the cards today. So uh, the first question is, uh, first card is the energy invitation of the month energy invitation of the month so for this we got seven of feathers um, and on this deck it's also called power and what we see in this card it's a pretty intense card um, we see up on the top there are these kind of gray clouds that each have two feathers in them and there's a bolt of lightning connecting the clouds uh, below that, there are two bison that are like moments away from headbutting. <laughs> and under that, um, we have some grass in the foreground and then those three more feathers at the bottom of the card and the word power. So again, uh, the question is energy invitation of the month. Um, and we got seven of feathers power. Yeah. So for me, for us <laughs> this month, um, this card is really, you know, speaking to the the tension or the discomfort of of change the discomfort of you know becoming of evolving of things no longer staying the same um the kind of you know egg or hard shell or cocoon or whatever that we need to peck at or you know push at in order to you know build our strength in order to be strong enough to push through the barriers or the containers that are holding us and through that you know birth basically or rebirth um, that's a rite of passage um, that allows us to become something new but that that process in and of itself that pushing that pecking that gathering strength in order to bust out of our containers that is tense there's a lot of pressure a lot of energy the stakes are kind of high right um, so that is you know, the kind of general energy of this card for us. And so, you know, some questions to think about in terms of like how how to apply this to your life, um, the medicine of this card for you, you can ask yourself like, you know, in terms of like thinking of this image of these two buffaloes charging, <laughs> bison rather, charging at each other, um, what... And in terms of the Gemini energy as well, you know, what feels at odds within you? You know, what dualities are you holding in contradiction, you know, within yourself? 
Um, are there, you know, old parts of you or habits that no longer have a place in your brave new world? Are there, you know, familiar, safe parts of you that are resisting change, expansion, or evolution? And if so, and if you, you know, if you desire to change, if you're striving to change, if you want to, you know, take this invitation to, to evolve and to shapeshift during Gemini season, can you conjure up the willpower to take courageous steps in the direction of your soul's truth? Um, basically, like, are you up for the challenge of pushing through the discomfort, pushing through the tension, pushing through, you know, what might feel like a contradiction within you in order to get to that other side where you have that freedom and expansiveness and permission to, you know, be be new, be whatever new facet you're taking on, whatever new identity, whatever new qualities or habits or pursuits or, you know, truths about your life. Um, are you willing to go through the pressure of that rebirth in order to come out on the other side? Um, and what this made me think about was that, you know, generally, you know, I'm no zoologist, but it's my understanding that in the animal kingdom, um, you know, power dominance right is one by feats of strength like you know if someone wants to challenge the alpha wolf or the alpha gorilla or whatever it is they need to fight them they need to show you know not only the alpha but show show the whole pack that they are the strongest so you know power is one through feats of strength and like you know it's not we're not we're not we're not not animals right we are animals so yeah, so that also, you know, applies to us in a way, or, you know, maybe it used to. <laughs> um, you know, nowadays, uh, those in power, those in power, the man, the proverbial man, um, they, you know, haven't really been playing fair. They are using their money to make the rules. They are using capitalism as a tool to work us to our bones and exhaust us. Um, and, you know, continuing to perpetuate and implement systems of oppression to violate our rights and to try to crush our hope. You know, if you've been in America uh, or anywhere hearing about America uh, in the past fucking forever, but especially the past couple weeks, past couple months, like there has been a lot of harm being perpetuated like you know not only you know violence and mass shootings that in some cases stem from white supremacy in all cases stem from an absolute fucking lack of gun control because of solely because of greed uh anyway besides that also like rights of you know the lgbtq population um you know and community which i am a part of being violated, women's reproductive, people with uteruses, reproductive rights being violated. You know, it, it's it's been really intense. And I don't I don't bring this up to bring you down, you know, and I don't always talk about politics or current events on this show, but it's impossible to ignore the way that things, you know, <laughs> are are intense right now and that are in some cases escalating or ramping up. So, you know, there's this tension, there's this, this power struggle, 
you know, between those who support human rights um, and freedom of existence and like actual democracy, you know, and all those whatever things that are good in the world and those who are just, you know, in the spheres of power and dark money and whatever else like actually makes our country and economy uh, tick. So there's a tension and a power struggle and it can feel like those in power are the ones who have the power and it can feel like, you know, as individuals, um, maybe there's not much we can do about it because it's so big. Um, But I want to remind you and bolster you and tell you that, you know, even though you are not (laughs) whoever you're not a millionaire you're not like a politician who's in someone's pocket even though you're not that you still have power you have a beautiful brilliant mind you have a strong body you have you know a, a compassionate heart you have magic and goodwill and good intentions and you know together together we have a lot of power together there are a lot more you know everyday people in our country than there are you know evil (laughs) politicians or lobbyists or you know CEOs in the world in our country so just you know this is just another message that like no matter what else happens this month and you know knock on wood Uh, nothing terrible happens but like if it does or as things continue to unfold that have already been in the process of unfolding um, in terms of you know uh, from the legal side of things um, just remember that you have power remember that you can push back you can advocate for yourself you can use your voice you can call your politicians you can use your money to you know to boycott certain corporations um you can do you can do a lot you can organize um you can support grassroots you know uh political candidates um you can help change to actually usher through you can be part of that strong force that is pushing against the container of what is and that is willing to bear the discomfort and the weight and the effort of doing that in order to enact actual change um So I just wanted to remind you of that. And of course, like that is, you know, only to your capacity. Not everyone, you know, because of how hard it is to live because of capitalism, like not everyone has the time or space or capacity to do something in that in that way of activism or advocacy. But if you do, even if you only have a little bit of time or even if you only have like, you know, five extra dollars to your name each month, like can you use those dollars wisely can you donate to something or someone um can you spend you know 25 10 minutes calling your local representatives um whatever it is just knowing that it matters and you know whatever you're doing it matters um so last you know meaning for this card last note for this card is just that like you know with power tension power struggles in general you know if you do butt heads with anyone this month um just understand that you know that can also be part of growth it doesn't 
need to be a bad thing. Conflict or disagreement, dissonance does not need to be a bad thing. Um, of course, you know, I encourage you to move from kindness, to move from, you know, positive intentions, to move from your heart. And we live in a both and world. And, you know, don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. And this is not only on the big scale, like I was just talking about, this is also on an interpersonal scale or a workplace scale or a familial scale or like, you know, having boundaries, having rights, having needs. Um, you can advocate for yourself. Um, you can be strong. Like, don't be afraid of your own strength, right? Um, there's nothing nothing wrong with succeeding. There's nothing wrong with being resourced and there is nothing wrong with having your needs met. So, you know, that just be aware that that could happen as well with this card. And if conflict does arise, you know, you're invited to see about finding, you know, potentially creative solutions to that conflict through compromise, through compassion, through choosing, you know, differently. Um, they, these, you know, tactics, you know, our mutable Gemini energy and our very sweet <laughs> cancer energy, um, these tactics can potentially get you farther than just trying to muscle your way through impassable opponents, um, you know, in a way that just exhausts yourself. And so just remember that there is, there is power in peace as well and still advocate for yourself. All right, so our next card here, um, also from the Brady Tarot, is a card to help us see. A card to help us see, and for this we got the world. Um, the world in this deck. Um, at the bottom we see some roots. We see a nest that has that that broken eggshell <laughs> that I was talking about. Um, out of that nest and out of that shell are kind of growing up these roots that grow into branches. Um, there's a leaf and an arrow and horns of water. Basically all of the elements from this deck are represented, all of the suits. Um, and then there are, there's like a raven and an owl that are kind of flying towards each other, balancing out either side of the card. So again, the question was a card to help us see and the card is the world. So the world, the world is here to remind us of how far we have already come. Um, likely, if you're a human, um, even maybe if you're not, you have been on, you know, an intense journey called life, an intense soul's journey that's called living in a challenging world. And although, you know, you're likely not at the very end of your life, um, it is worth, and the invitation of this card is to kind of like take pause, you know, take a look and review, you know, all of your considerable feats and accomplishments that you've already achieved. So if you're, you know, if you can look at yourself now in terms of like where you are in life, the person that you've become, Rather than trying to look through the lens of who you want to be and what you want to accomplish, try to shift instead and to look through the lens of where you came from, of how far you've grown, of how much you've grown, of how you know much progress you've made. Um, 
And, you know, it's possible that if you look at yourself through this lens, that potentially it can stir up some compassion within you. Potentially it can stir up some pride within you in a good way. Um, and, you know, likely, you know, it's possible and likely, <laughs> I think, that, you know, there was a time in your life, you know, years ago or maybe months or weeks ago, I don't know, but there was probably a time in your life when you really wanted to, you know, to arrive to the place where you are now to, you know, have what you have to be accomplished in the ways you are to be the person that you are. There was probably a time in your life when you really, really wanted that and you couldn't envision exactly how to get there. And then guess what? You're there now. So like that fact alone should provide some information for you around what is possible, around what, you know, what you can achieve in your future as you continue to evolve in your brilliant, you know, human way. So thinking about that, like taking a moment to pat yourself on the back for how how amazing you are, how much you've done, how much you've grown, like how can that change your perspective and change the way that you are looking at your goals and what you're moving towards in the future? And, you know, even if things don't feel perfect right now, even if things feel hard or intense, just remember that they're really like is always something to be grateful for you know at minimum like your beating heart um at minimum uh at maximum like (laughs) our beautiful planet uh your friends and family your cozy home um you know it really don't even get me started because my gratitude list can truly go on and on so you know remembering that gratitude is a portal and that portal can transform you um, and that you are always invited to you know come back to gratitude especially when you are feeling lack or when you are feeling hopelessness Um, and you know if there are things in your life that you're not satisfied with like can you change them or can you begin to change them can you identify what the issue is and can you begin to work on a creative solution to to make a shift and make a change um can you in terms of sight you know about this card can you widen your perspective to zoom out of your you know everyday troubles um can you see the fact that like you are an essential part of this beautiful web of life right like whether or not life has ups and downs but no matter what like you are part of it, you are meant to be here, you're, you know, having an impact on the world, on the lives of those around you. So see that, see that you are here by divine decree for whatever way you got incarnated, you know, there's a reason. So set your sights on the becoming that is calling to you and then continue to reach and grow towards that reality you know, if possible, like get clear on your intentions and the good that you can do in the world for yourself and for others. And then trust your vision to carry you into the wild unknown. So again, we are celebrating our accomplishments. We are noticing how much we have grown. And then we are using that to help inform us around what is possible for the future And we are widening our perspective to get clear and break down barriers and limiting beliefs around 
where we can go from here. All right, so the next card here um, is a possibility to pursue. And this is with the other deck, with the Lightseer's Tarot deck. So a possibility to pursue, we got Eight of Wands um, in this deck. Basically, it's represented as kind of multicolored wands that are coming together, all pointing towards the center of the card. Their tips are on fire, and they're in this kind of brilliant rainbow burst uh, situation. So Eight of Wands, and again, the question is, or the prompt is, a possibility to pursue, you know, within our world of possibilities. So with Eight of Wands coming up, um, we are being invited to focus on what is working. Um, you know, follow the flow, follow the momentum. So, you know, in order to figure this out for yourself, um, you know, can you feel into the fabric of your life, the energies of your life, of your various projects, of your pursuits and your passions? Um, what feels, you know, in flow for you? What feels natural? What feels as though it already has magical momentum carrying it through? What feels supported by spirit and by the universe? What ignites your creative fires and feels super pleasurable and satisfying to put energy towards? So you can do some inner investigating around this and whatever, you know, you come up with, um, the, this is the possibility or potentially possibilities. Um, this is the possibility that you are being invited to pursue. So we're focusing on what it was working. We're adding energy to what feels <laughs> easeful and like it's, it's going somewhere for us. So, you know, as you continue to fan these flames, as you continue to give energy and momentum to this pursuit, whatever it is, it will continue to grow and flourish and make its way towards completion if, if it has an end point or, you know, potentially another type of success or payoff for you there. So, you know, be, remain curious about this. Give your good energy, your good fires, your attention to it um, and let your heart lead you in regards to like how best to support this growth. Um, and something that I want you to remember with this card is that like this doesn't for any reason have to be practical or logical. Um, this definitely gets to be fun. And the last thing to kind of say, well, two, a few more things to say, but, you know, the universe believes in you when you believe in yourself. I feel like I've been talking a lot on today's episode in general about about perspective um, and focus. So again, like when we, you know, not only focus on what is working, but when we like fully believe that it it will work, that it does work, um, that our efforts and our energies will, you know, be rewarded with whatever kind of success or culmination we're seeking with our with our projects and our pursuits. When we fully believe that with our whole body and our whole spirit, the universe believes it too and continues to send supportive energy and little magic towards whatever it is we're pursuing um because this is eight of wands this could also you know indicate a big adventure or a journey and or it could also indicate a collaboration with others or a group project um, that might not apply to everyone but if that feels resonant for you then that message is definitely for you um so last thing i'll say about this card is just let 
your faith in yourself and your capabilities be what carries you confidently through. All right, so our last card here is card for summer to honor the fact that summer solstice is happening in June. And so the card that we got is the Hanged Man from the Light Sears Tarot deck. Um, and what we see here is a person or a woman um, who's kind of hanging upside down on what looks like aerial silks. Um, and she's hanging upside down and she's got her heart kind of open to the world. And then right below her head, um, there's this like beautiful illuminated light and there's some you know kind of runes or symbols uh below her and she's in this kind of blue vortex um so again the hanged man and the card is the card a card for summer so this summer we are working on trust and receptivity we are attracting rather than exhausting we are opening to divine clarity that can only come from prioritizing stillness, introspection, and communion with nature. So this is talking about summer solstice. As I said, it happens on June 21st, but the, the medicine of this card will continue to ripple out for the whole summer until we arrive to fall. So... With this, um, as I already mentioned, cancer season can be a tender time for some of us. So especially during cancer season um, and, you know, for the whole summer and, you know, maybe for life in general, um, you are invited to give yourself a lot of grace. You are invited to give yourself compassion and understanding and patience. You are invited to lean into the beautiful tender softness that is there um, and the medicine of that softness of that vulnerability of that tenderness that that cancer season might bring out in you um, if possible this summer I know summer is an exciting time and <laughs> and uh, we live in a stressful world so you know if possible try to give yourself a lot of time for spaciousness this summer try you know not to fill your schedule to the brim like not packing all of your weekends with trips or you know all of your weeknights with social engagements um, of course that stuff is fun and great and I support it um, but just knowing that like you're a human and you need time just to be and recuperate from life from day-to-day -day life and possibly from your social interactions depending on how you know sensitive to energies you are so try to not fill your schedule to your brim, the brim. Try not to fill your mind with, you know, fast media, social media, clickbait, um, and just stressful news. I'm not saying live under a rock. I'm just saying, like, you don't need to be constantly taking in information from the outside world and specifically from the internet and from media, um, you can find a lot of wisdom and perspective from just being with yourself or just being in nature and just being. Um, and I also don't mean like just only vegging out with, you know, Netflix or whatever. I mean like actual stillness, like actual spaciousness or, you know, actual time alone spent in nature. So 
you know, this month, this summer, this cancer season, just practice being, practice being human, practice being in your body, practice being curious. Um, You can also practice listening, listening to your intuition, listening to nature, listening to spirit. You can practice receiving, so receiving help, receiving gifts, receiving praise, receiving inspiration, and understanding about yourself. So last message of this card is don't strain, just hang, you've got this. All right, my dears, so that is the end of the tarot reading. Um, I am going to end with a silly little poem I wrote that I hope you enjoy. Um, And then we will say goodbye. June arrives with a familiar tune. The flowers in bloom, a sliver of a moon. The cosmic drum beats boom, boom, boom. Hey, hi, hello. We welcome you, June. June is a stunner, the most gorgeous in the room. A dazzling sun in the sky at high noon. I can almost guarantee she'll make you swoon. Even the shyest caterpillars coming out of their cocoons. June is an afternoon in a shady lagoon. She's a secret sacred message scrawled in runes. She's a rainbow dancing freely with a hot air balloon. She's a perfect cube of sugar in a little teaspoon. June is a treasure like a scrumptious macaroon. Enjoy her now because she'll be gone too soon. I hope you enjoyed my June poem. Um, Yeah, so just little reminders. Magic Makers Coven, just a few spots open. Um, Enrollment is only happening from the 14th till the 21st. So get on that wait list if you're interested. That's the only place you'll be able to sign up. Uh, summer solstice in portland on june 19th ceremony and then as your special flowers for this episode being late um, you can use the code june 22 for a 22 percent discount on any one-to-one session with me all right my dears that is it for this monthly episode we will be back in july for our monthly episode our magic of july episode with our new special guest correspondent and i cannot wait to share that with you take good care thank you so much for listening to magic and medicine this podcast is made possible by listeners like you if you enjoyed today's episode please consider leaving us a five-star review on itunes and sharing with a friend if you'd like to become a supporter of the show You can join our Patreon for as little as $5 a month or make a one-time donation on our Anchor page. Our patrons truly make the world go round and we are infinitely grateful for them. This podcast and its introduction were created, recorded, edited, and produced by me, Sarah Rain. Thank you for joining me where the magic happens.